Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we're reviewing um, the 2001 Thirteenth Ghost. Thirteen Ghost. Thirteen Ghost. But other, but yep. well, you guys, as you guys are well aware, there was a one that they made years before called that was made in 1960. That and this was just a remake from William Castle's original film project. He did, although I think this one's an improvement because in this. 2001 one is an improvement over the other one because that one was a bit too confusing and kept um, making several mistakes. No, they didn't. Well, they did. Remember how um, they kept saying, um, how else would you explain um, the fact that the the man who they said the mentioned thirteen ghosts, but it hadn't been thirteen ghosts because they're going to make a new ghost. Yes, I know that wasn't keep making mistakes. That was just the faux pas. Okay, faux pas, faux that, pas. That, and that, how they like said during the Ouija board thing in the that this nineteen sixty one, in that one they said there were thirteen ghosts when there were, the thirteen actually, ghosts wasn't made yet. The, the, the last ghost hadn't been made. Hint, uh, hint. Mister Castle. Who, or, well, the guy who wrote it, naughty. Um, it should yeah. have been 12 ghosts at the time. Yeah, uh, Rob White, who wrote the uh, screenplay and the story or whatever. So they, they made a little bit of a... Yeah, it doesn't matter. I yeah. know. Okay, what we're going to... What we propose to do is talk about the newer movie, mm. and then at the end of it, we might, we'll do a bit of a, a retro on the older, the original movie. Okay. Mm. They were both good movies in their own right, but mm. the uh, the critics didn't like them for one reason or another. No mm. more. I'll get in those. Well, no, I'll get into it a little bit now. Actually, the new movie, mm. as far as I can see from the critics, they didn't like it because it wasn't scary enough. Ah, oh. there wasn't too many. Uh, there, there, even those jump scares or whatever, they wanted more. This isn't a slasher movie, guys. Hello. It's not an action well, horror. Well, look at their reviews. Yeah, no, what's I'm just saying? It's a mm-hmm. supernatural horror movie. Yeah. You don't always have jump scares and action and people running around ever decreasing circles. Yeah. And I think there's something similar happened to the early one back in the sixties. Had a nice story. And they worked the family into it. The kid, actually, the kid was sort of almost the main star in it. But, but yeah, all the listings have him as first. But his dad's actually the main one. Mm. Um, but the point is that it was. A family supernatural horror. Hmm. Uh, it's more like a drama horror with a bit of suspense in there and stuff, mm. and that you know, yeah. mystery. Yeah, and sort of stuff. yeah. As you guys yeah. are well yeah. aware or not, that this is not the first William Castle remake movie. We did um, another one two two years ago of where we were reviewing the House on Haunted Hill, the se- the first one. That's and right. The William Castle did the original one with um, Vincent Price in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one, and that and that much yeah. later on, they 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 continued making a tribute to William and Price by naming their one of their characters after. Yeah, Vincent Vincent, Price. they call him Mr. Price in the movie. Yeah, that was rather that was nice. That so, and um, William Castle. It was a reasonably good mover and shaker in his time. Uh, yeah, he was. And I d- d- you said something to me before that his daughter... Yes. Uh, his daughter is the executive producer uh, of this one and the yeah. House on the Haunted yeah, Hill Yeah, so one. she's actually in behind the scenes as executive producer or whatever uh, for these two projects to keep her father's uh, legacy alive, yeah. which is really nice. And, of course, mm, they yeah. named this um, their production company, these, the thing that they're, uh, they... Dark they bring, Castle, was it? Yeah, Dark Castle. As a bit, I guess, a dedication to dear old um, William. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Anyway, here we go. We'll get into it now. Okay, this okay. We're working on the newer movie, the uh, the two thousand and one version. Okay, produced by oh, Craigie, Robert Zemeckis, I think Zemeckis, I think it's right name. Uh, Joel Silver and Gilbert Adler, mm-hmm. directed by Steve Beck. Screenplay was by Neil Stevens and Richard uh, Devoria. The, the, the video, I think. Yeah, the video, I think. Uh, and that was uh, based on the original story done by Rob White uh, for the 1960s version. Now, like I said, it was a... I don't think it's a total remake because the story is... It is had some similarities in it, but mm. it's a total new story, even though there's some similarities in it. So mm. we were arguing about that before. It's not To me, it's not a remake if the story's too different. Mm. 
I mean, a lot of the names were changed, the circumstances, what actually happened, it changed. Just the basic theme is in That's like two Dracula movies are not the same, you know, so not really a remake. Hmm. But anyway, that's just a, a point of contention in our household. Now, now, anyway, this was a remake, supposedly, of the 1960s version hmm. uh, of the movie. And by William Castle, as we mentioned, the film was critically panned upon release. They didn't like it. Oh, Bec- no, I don't. I think it was a case they wanted more jump scares for the buck. Hmm. I mean, it's not always action horror, guys. Hello. Anyway, anyway, um, it had a forty-two million dollar budget. They needed about sixty-eight million at the box office. But I do believe. It's become a cult sort of movie, and people actually are, are still buying it and watching it and different things. Yeah. So it's still making yeah. money. And so on yeah, the DVD, yeah. um, this is a bonus thing. It details everything from the, about the twelve um, angry oh, ghosts. Okay. Yes, yes, I'm just yes, telling yes. the yes, audience okay. what I know about the fact. There's a bonus thing on the DVD, which will detail everything about the ghosts' past and why they're so have a big chip on their shoulder. Yeah. A chip or a piece of fish? Well, <laughs> fish <it's> and chips. <laughs> yeah, and some of them can be really hostile, and others maybe not so hostile, but uh, maybe like, see, like uh, leave me alone or don't not leave me alone. Yeah, just, whatever. Or it's just sad ghosts. Something. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, okay, I won't go through it. There's a whole list of actors here because they've listed all the actors who played the ghost and everything else. So I'm not going to go through all those guys. I'm going to hit the main ones, okay? Okay. Tony Shalhoub, is it? Uh, he plays Arthur. Criticos sees the dad whose wife has passed away and he inherits the house from his uncle. Mm. I'll mention him later on. Mm-hmm. Um, M. Beth Davids uh, plays Kalina Aritzia. Why don't they have normal names like Smith and Jones and these things? I don't know. Uh, Aritzia sees a ghost liberator lady. He shows yeah. up in it. Mm. Matthew Lillard. Plays Dennis Rafkin. And he's been in what is it in? Um, he's been in Scream, Scream. And he's been in this, obviously. He's also been in um, She's All That and He's All That, the new and one. And he was in the Scooby Doo movie, Shaggy. Uh, yeah, right? he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Shaggy along with yeah, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. He gets around. I mean, I like I like Matthew. He, he plays a good, interesting part. Now, moving right along, Shannon Elizabeth. Plays Kathy Criticos, which is Arthur's daughter. Mm-hmm. A young fellow called Alec Roberts plays Bobby Criticos. He's Arthur's son. He's a cutie. Yeah. That one. Nice little fellow. Obnoxious little brat. No, no. He's, no, a, he's, he's not okay. The, he's not as bad as the. Um, now, wait well, a minute. Okay, okay. I'm just, I was just making a funny. Okay, no. Now, a lady uh, called Ra Digger. Uh, she, she plays Maggie Bess. She's a nanny. Now, I believe in her life she does, she does music. She sings like she's a rapper or something. So some people might know her in the music scene. Now, F. Murray Abraham plays Cyrus Criticos. He's the naughty un- uncle who starts all this rubbish going. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and lastly, but not leastly, J.R. Byrne plays Ben Moss, the shifty lawyer. <laughs> he gets his own later on. Anyway, uh, I won't mention all the other people who play the ghosts and stuff, and everybody else. Um, we'll get in. We might mention some of those ghosts later, um, mm-hmm. depending how much time we have. Hmm. Um, I can't think of anything else I want to talk about before it goes into it. I haven't got too much I want to say. Hmm. So take it away, Grizzly. Okay. So the story begins with um, dear old um, Uncle. What's his name again? <laughs> no, I got it. Cyrus. Cyrus. He's gonna. It's a weird name. Well, think about it. See, he's he's called Cyrus, but in the old movie, his nephew was called Cyrus. Yeah, that's true. Borrowed the name. Ah. Ah. So Cyrus, he is on a ghost hunt in a in a bit of a old car yard, if you will, and a wrecking yard. Yeah, a wrecking yard with Dennis, his um, a faithful medium assistant. Oh, he's a very sensitive medium. He he, he can mm. feel stuff. Yeah, he can feel ghosts and probably um future and other and, and his, well, weird not his future. He, well, he gets he does get a few flashes, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. See, once he touches something he or someone, he gets a lot of information from that yeah, yeah. person or their history or the things that might yeah, be and coming. Pain and stuff and 
yeah, all that stuff. He's, yes. so he's a bit, he's a bit, his head's a bit bent, yeah. Yes. Mm. And he's not sure about they're going to catch this 12th ghost because this one, it was a very hostile mean, one. one. I think it would have been called the Jackal. Ja- the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut. He was a mean, horrible. A very twisted, angry ghost. Savage, mean. Who yeah. has, a, who has a, had a, who's had a, in the, he's in the habit of killing even when he was alive. Yeah. Not mm. very nice fellow. Yes. Anyway, um, so and they eventually some protesters arrive. That um, pro- that lady we mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, uh, like who, yeah. Who's uh, making it her life mission of trying to set these souls free? Saying yes. these these souls, uh, these people were people one time or another. Yeah, but the ghost now. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. Soon that they trap the ghost and. Dennis discovers um, her friend or boyfriend was killed in... I don't know who killed him or whoever. Uh, well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll All I know is his throat slashed. No, no, let, let us just say that Kalina yeah. is there holding her bo- her boyfriend who was mortally wounded and or dying. Yeah. Uh, and we see... Um, no, we, we find out more of it later on. And we see Cyrus... Uh, yeah, is this he, And he's lying there. His uh, throat has been... Cut by a big piece of metal. Now we flash forward to Arthur and his family, who are living happy existences, and but somehow the credits roll a bit to the future, to the present, and we find out Arthur and his family are not going through so well because their his wife died, and he now and and they're living on hard times, living in a. Not so re- nice apartment. A dumpy resident, uh, rental, and they got bills coming out of their ears yeah. and the bum. Final uh, and debt, whatever, yeah. uh, final due, final Past exactly. dues, yeah. Well, it was, it was, yeah. He can't get his act together. Yeah. Sad so, little man. Yeah, yeah and he's he's grieving over his dead wife, and he's um, only a math t- teacher. Yeah. I don't know how much that makes. Well, it does make big dollars, but if, if, if you're totally uh, out Skip. of control and you're not... But, and you're not focused, yeah. But money then again, yeah. maybe even after the funeral, it would have cost them an arm and a leg. I don't know much about funerals. Yeah, but look, get on the funeral. Get on, get away from the funeral. Talk I about just the mean that sometimes oh. funerals do cost an arm and a leg, depending on who you talk well, to. Well, depending if you get a really expensive coffin or not, and if you get a metal one to keep the vampires out, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, get on with it. Yes. <laughs> anyway... They then get a knock knock from um, a lawyer in the, or a rap tap tap on a chamber door. Oh, yeah, 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 what's yeah. lawyer Ben? Ben Moss. Yeah, and he comes in. She tells him, "Guess what? You guys inherited something." A really from groovy him. house. Yeah, and mm. so he ends up setting up his laptop, and we get Cyrus. It's a video will, if you will. Well, it's a video, yeah, a presentation from good old. Sorry, saying, hey, you wonderful nephew of mine. You just inherited yeah. this nice house. Congratulations. Live long and prosper, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he says in his last bit of the video, well, maybe I'll see you again in another life. In, in a creepy life. kind of way. <laughs> a lot more creepier than the old one, obviously. Well, was, uh, look, just move as on. We're moving talking on. about this movie. So <laughs> they take their cars, they drive to this place, drive, drive, drive. And drive, drive, drive. It's a long way out. And they come to a house and it's a glass house. Yeah, and, and it looks With all really these weird groovy. scribbles really all, all over the um, it's scribble. building. It's Latin writing on all the panels. Yeah, Latin writing. containment spells, but they didn't know that at the time. Yeah. And outside, Dennis posing as a... Electrician. Uh, yeah, work, work for the electricity board looking for yeah. the fuse box. And yeah. he's there to try to find the money Cyrus owes him. Yes. Yeah. And so Amongst w- other things. Yeah, so, among other things. Soon enough, they, they get out the key. It's a really unusual key. Yeah. It's uh, like looking at a skeleton key, only Almost. much more creepier. Uh, but skeleton keys, you know, you, I don't know why I said skeleton key. Because skeleton know. keys means a key that goes okay, okay. opening a lock. Okay, you have a point. <laughs> I just mean that this looks like a very unusual key. A really it weird looks like key. very unusual. Yes. So they put it in, and the next minute it, it starts um, start moving like a clock, if you will. Yeah, the mechanism inside the house starts, and then all these panels start. Moving around and lights come on and different things and, and it lights up like the Crystal Palace. No, no, yeah. Whatever, yeah. I gotta um, admit when when yeah. I think about this house, I don't know how. I just don't think that I would have wanted to stay there. Why? It's just unusual, like a house that has a built-in mechanism and ghosts. Like 
a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I would like one with glass windows. Yeah, so you worry about a bathroom like, and a toilet. I mean, it's all frosted glass. You cannot see anything. Yeah, but most, of, but apart from the bathroom, which had frosted glass, I might imagine, but the rest of the house is not so frosted glass. Well, yeah, well you can't play hide and seek, honestly. Anyway, is that a big problem? So they enter. Yeah. It's very interesting. There's a, the, the, on the floor, there's a countdown clock, if you will. I think it, that looks like it's moving in a weird it's circular motion. It's not a countdown clock. It's just some weird circling things with funny characters on it moving around. Okay. Yes, yeah, counting down they to something. Don't, they're not counting down. It's lining up for what's happening in the house over the next couple of hours. Yeah. But not like Arthur now. tells his... Don't want to give it away. Arthur tells them to stay put. He, his kids. But they but they and their nanny decide to go Let's explore. exploring and run around the place and go mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, while he goes to Cyrus's old office to discuss things with a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Like um, how... How would they pay for this house? What's the yeah, well, yeah, stuff yeah, like rates that? and stuff? Yeah, can, yeah, I know what they call America, but yeah, any local council yeah, stuff. According is, to is Arthur money, yeah, yeah. in the movie, he said in this movie he said that 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 Cyrus splur- splurged the family fortune. He wasted it. Yeah, he squandered it. Squandered, not splurged, uh, but, yeah, but he didn't squander it. it. Everyone thought he squandered it all. Yeah, so... He didn't squander all of it. He built this really nice house and there was some money hanging around and lots yeah. of groovy things. Yeah. Dennis goes downstairs and he finds out that all the ghosts are inside the basement, inside those special cells that him and Cyrus made. Yeah. I'm not sure who made them, obviously. Well, I don't know if he made... He, he helped them get them, but and Cyrus brought them back here and bung them and bung gave them a room. Oh. Yeah, yeah, gave them a room each. Among the, some of the um, ghosts is... None other than Arthur's wife among them. Yeah. She died in a horrible fire. And went to hospital she died. And they yeah. collected her soul without him knowing about it. Yeah, a bit weird that, don't you think? I mean, well, how I did they knew? I, I don't know, you see. Maybe yeah. it was a fluke. Maybe they set fire to the house. I think I that, don't know. I think it is a bit weird because how did Cyrus knew that she, that she was going to go to hospital and die very slow and agonizing death good Groovy. move on i'm just saying i mean what if she survived people do survive being burnt i i, I recently saw an incident about a woman who got severely burned in a in a bush in a yep. um a campfire and now she's she's at the moment you know her face is mute uh, very damaged but she's a bit, yeah, but she's, yeah. she's still living and she's working out her little well, handy you know the bits and pieces well, of herself. Well, you know the story. Anyway, moving on. So Not moving right along, folks. Yeah. So, um, Dennis heads back upstairs and tells Arthur, "Guess what? We, I work for your your uncle, and he and I used to catch a ghosts. And, and they're all downstairs. And he <laughs> sa- and Arthur gets confused and thinks, goats? No, ghosts. You know, Boo Casper. You know, <laughs> that's what." happened in the movie it's so hilarious yeah anyway arthur is skeptical and the lawyer is pretending to not to hear anything the the lawyer knew all oh yes he does you can never trust i mean the best lawyer disposing of thereof i oversaw in a movie was jurassic park where the Tyrannosaurus rex (laughs) knocked out the building and the lawyer was sitting on the toilet and the t-rex just looked at him and went, oh goody, lunch, and he ate him. And everyone cheered, and this guy should have been the same. Anyway, this lawyer, he heads to the basement, and there he walks past these um, the cells. He has these special glasses. They're yeah, I should really cool mention. ones. You look like safety glasses that you wear uh, in, a, in a workshop. Yeah, I should have mentioned this at the beginning. There's a special safety glasses that allow you to see the ghosts. You've got special prisms in it or something or other. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. This was probably inspired by the um, glasses from the 1960 Well, they movie. had some sort of goggles type thing, but same yeah. sort of idea. That yeah. was a bit of a 3D I- idea at the time. You know, before the idea of 3D <coughs> of poking through the, the image, this was um, their first attempt back in the 1960s. But in this one, in this movie, they didn't do that for this one. They just didn't, did it um, a little bit more differently, obviously. Just move on. Stop talking about the old movie. I'm just telling them. <laughs> we, we, but we're going to mention some, some crap about it later. <laughs> anyway, Keep back on to... telling the story. I want to go to bed. You know, okay, back to the story. 
and I get over this moron here. Mr. Mr. Moron to you. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, they, the kids um start hanging. Well, one of the kids, Bobby, he heads down to the basement. He hears all these ghostly voices. Oh wait, I forgot. I I, I miss. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I I missed the lawyer part because of moron here. So Mr. Moron. He heads. So the lawyer heads into the basement. He passes he these. He, he passes these ghost cells. Head on. Yeah. And he finds the money that's in a very, in a very big suitcase. Well, well, you, well, you know those, those, those big attaché cases that pilots use, like a map bag, mm-hmm. really big. And he and he picks up off this off the floor, but there was a pedal under it. Yeah, and, and this so he picked it up, and the pedal was released, and started things happening. All these windows and doors started flying yeah. open and closed, and. Everything. Yeah, Ooh. somehow this pedal starts opening one of the cells. And this one was for the um, one of the ghosts who he p- kind of pissed and got angry at. And the girl, was it? Yeah, a girl one. Who, the girl or something? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she then... Actually, she didn't do anything. The door itself ends up swinging and cutting right through his... Yeah. And cutting him in the half. He sliced and dies straight down the middle from ear to ear. Across, straight through his shoulders... Yeah. Yep, yep. And, very, and, and all, a very good effect. And all the time he's looking, his eyes are moving and all over the place, and you think he's still alive, but... Then the front of him slips down. Yeah. yeah. And then the back slips down later. Ah, yeah. It is disgusting. It looks good, look good. Anyway, moving on. So, <laughs> yeah, moving right um, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, while, while this is happening, the kids are enjoying their freedom of the place. Um, the do- older daughter found a nice room to, to check out, and... This is where she encounters that same ghost while she's dipping her hand in the water. And we think she's going to attack her, but dear old Arthur comes in and saves her. And Yay. so they ha- they realize that, that Bobby, the younger sibling, has given the nanny the slip. So he's, But he's out downstairs in the basement where all the ghosts are. And all the ghosts are saying, come down here. And mum's going, don't, don't come down here. Yeah, so, Stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just so you guys know, Bobby and b- the other boy in the movie, they're obsessed with creepy stuff at first in this movie, but when he starts encountering these ghosts, he, then he get, starts getting scared. Yes. And then he sees his mum, and he knows it's his mum because she's where, she has that ivy pole thing well, in, and, yeah, and part popular, of her face yeah. is not burnt yeah. just half of it he knows what mummy looks like okay yeah. move right along eventually <laughs> he runs into a cyrus ghost and he's he's taken away eat meanwhile while this is happening <laughs> um they're still upstairs and they think maybe the kid maybe bobby is downstairs so they make tent plans to go down there unaware of what they might face down there <laughs> and of course Dear Arthur says, if I, we find any money, we'll be, we'll pay you what we owe, and you can um, bugger off. Bugger off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, they found out. Also, they found out the, the entrance is closed or locked. Yeah, up. The, yeah. The front door's been sealed when they uh, when the lawyer picked up the bag. It sealed the house from the outside. Mm. And that reminds me a little bit of um, House on Haunted Hill. I think that's probably where the inspiration Everything came from. Everything was locked. You couldn't get out until dawn. And uh, in the remake there, all those things went lockdown mode, remember? Mm, all those panels slipped in the place, you couldn't, couldn't get out. Mm. Yeah, true. So anyway, uh, so they head down to the basement and uh, they split up like they always do in these movies, which I think is stupid. Well, well they are stupid. I know. Let's hold hands. No, no, that Dennis never heads, no, no, Dennis no. heads off with the, maid, with the um, nanny and... Um, Arthur and his daughter head down the other way. And, of course, Arthur still doesn't believe it's a ghost. It's just um, the kids just running around being silly. But he's not 100% sure. But then yeah, his daughter yeah. puts on the special glasses and she sees one of the um, ghosts. Um, what, what, which one was it? Um, the one inside the bit of a cage. In the, the jackal. Ice, the jackal. He's, he's a bit of a mental host. Yeah. He's the one that kills killing people and put himself... In the nut house, and and they uh, he got killed in the, yeah. a fire in the asylum or yeah. something or other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is where really uh, we we get um, the nice lady who's the um, trying to, to to get these ghosts out of there. She appears. Pops in. She's she stuck in before the, the the place sealed itself up. Yeah, 
Anyway, she then explains to Arthur what the situation is, that all the 12 ghosts, including his wife, are there to start um, this... Well, this house is actually... this machine. The house is actually a machine. Yeah. And the ghosts are going to power the machine. And the one who's in charge of the machine will get some sort of control or power over the past, present, and future. Yeah. Become the most powerful person on Earth, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. And according to her, she says that the only way to stop it is a 13th ghost, an act of pure love. Blood Someone has to sacrifice himself out of pure love. Yeah. Mm. And this is where, uh, while they're talking... His daughter disappears. We don't see it happen, but we, while we get a few close-up shots of Arthur and the lady, um, somehow she just vanished in a white shot. Anyway, moving on. Soon enough, they regroup in the office again. It took takes a lot of effort because they had to avoid the um, all the nasty hostile ghosts. Yes, and they got there safely. Ish. Ish. Of course, some of them are not hostile some of them just just don't like if you cross their paths you might generally piss them get off get the f out of the way yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they got an attitude because they yeah. have an attitude and they don't and if ghost, it's just know, like yeah. the expression when you encounter a, a, a wild animal in the wild if you don't bother them they yeah. won't bother you yeah something like that something like that anyway dennis explained in this in one of the scenes that most of the time the ghosts are harmless but if they're but other ghosts are very hostile and angry. Like maybe the, it's because their time in these cages are making them more angrier. Yeah, well, you'll be stuck in a cage all your life, you know, or death, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Anyway, they regroup, and this is where in this in the office that she tells them that Alpha's wife is one of the ghosts downstairs. How can this be? Alpha is pit angry, and I can't blame him if he was because. His wife is a nice person, and why would she be trapped in a place like that? <laughs> Just lucky. Anyway, they in order to save the kids, that they must go down there and try to find, you know, to find them, obviously. Exactly. So there they go. Looking, and you know, Dennis yeah. doesn't think the idea of a sac- sacrificing Arthur is the best alternative. There must be another way around it. But he offers to help anyway. So while they are going down there, they use one of the panels that with the Latin inscriptions well, yeah, on it. all the containment spells to, on it. To mm-hmm. as a bit of a shield, so they use it as. So and it to, works quite well. Yeah, it works for a bit. But anyway, they get cornered by a ghost, and and they are cornered against the um, up against the wall, and only one person could fit behind it, and so Dennis takes this opportunity to sacrifice himself <laughs> to save. Arthur. Yeah. So he allows himself to be torn apart by the hammer and the jack and the uh, jagger. Juggernaut, juggernaut. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he, guys. so they guys. Really so the, they tore him limb from limb and snapped him in half like a pretzel. Yeah. yeah. While this is happening, the mate, the nanny, and the lady they're heading down to the, where the mechanisms of the machine are, and we this is where we get. Um, Arthur's uncle appears, and we think he's a ghost, but he's not a ghost. And then the um, lady whacks her, the, the nanny. nanny, behind the back of her head. Look this big book. And <clears throat> this is where we find out that See. both Cyrus and her are working together. She gives a nice friendly kiss. Mm. And we find out about now that she actually killed her assistant, yeah. you know, her partner, who was I like supposedly to trying to save the ghost. Yeah, uh, it does explain a lot. Yeah, so... <laughs> She was on because the, yeah, there's she no, was on the other team. Because the ghost ah. in the first movie, for, I mean, not first movie, I mean, for, at the opening, he was very hostile, and there's no way he would just go ahead and slash his throat. Because uh, then ghosts are not... This, <laughs> these ghosts are not like that. They well, that don't, one was. The juggernaut wasn't very nice. Yes, but he's more... He's throwing cars around at people and everything. He's more um, brute strength, not, not simple and slash mean. and gash. Me mean. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so... She's working for him, and I guess this is she's probably the 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 historic person who informed him about if you collect say thirteen ghosts, you're in control of this machine. Well, she probably helped him a bit. Yeah, yeah. a bit of the historian side to it, if you will. Well, whatever, hmm. moving right along. Like Dennis is um the medium whom he who assisted him in his well, quest for the these sensitive. thirteen ghosts. He keeps saying he's a sensitive. He can sense the ghost. Um, 
yeah, and that's you can actually sense them and all the thinking and pick up the histories and and he he's like a GPS machine. He's over there, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um. Very sensitive. Now they they she she also told tells um Cyrus that she's told Arthur about how she's told him that Arthur must become the sacrifice in order to let these ghosts go. But it's actually. The, the 13 ghost is supposed to make the machine work, supposedly. Well, that's part of it. That, everyone was saying he would need a 13 ghost to make it work. Yeah. But what actually happened was that the 13th ghost was a fail-safe yeah. to actually make it not work. So it was a reverse fail-safe, if you will. Because if you, if, you, if you had all these nasty ghosts there... Well, she lied about that, obviously. She did. I think she must have been working with... Cyrus, but was uh, not really working with him. Mm, I think the exact opposite. Yeah, I, I think she was against him, but she was pretending to be working with him so she can control it, so it wouldn't happen. I think the exact opposite. Well, I think that she was she, I think she was killing herself I and think, having to stop yeah, the process. Yeah, well, I think she wanted. I think the Thirteenth Ghost was meant to be the the thing to allow the to complete the ritual. But not the way they said it—a a pure heart of someone dying out of pure love. Yeah, because that was a trick. I, I think know she, that. Yeah, was that was she interpreted the Latin. Yeah, she, I know that she, tr- but according, but according to them, that the um. So anyway, as we're saying, the so the thirteen ghost is going to be the final um ghost that will make Cyrus invincible, supposedly, you know, supposedly invincible from and all that stuff, and become all all powerful. Mm. Anyway, he then suggests to ta- put the kids that he kidnapped, both of them, into the machine so that they will get Arthur to jump into the eye and try to save them or die in the attempt, whichever comes first, mm. uh, whatever. Anyway, um, so he, he, you know, he has no more use for that lady, so she ends up squished between two of the walls. What is it? We have a pray mans in here. That's all. all right. My cat's going. What's that? Okay, carry on. <laughs> so, um, now D- uh, Dennis is out of the picture. He's been killed by the Jaggernaut and the hammer. So. Halfa gets a final glimmer of his wife. She's um, she approaches him and they have a bit of a moment, like he Aww. misses her, you know, all that stuff, and it's rather sad. It's like Casper and oh, oh Casper, and... sorry. Okay. Anyway, so eventually, um, these ghosts are called by a recording of some spells. Yeah, that's a, it must be in Latin or something, rather some, yeah, yeah. Eeny, meeny, teeny, weeny, you must come this oh, way. Oh, that, it was like, you know, yeah, yes. like, yeah we, just, we, some, we just some weird Latin words. We think so, yeah. I anyway, know, I don't know Latin. so they're summoned to the circle to perform the final ritual and so Arthur heads down there and he can't, he then, we then flash back or not flashback, we then hear a voiceover of the lady talk saying earlier about the 13 ghosts, describing them in detail and how many there are. And so far we got 12. And then Arthur Arthur looks over and sees Cyphers and and he takes off his glasses slowly. And he can still see him. And Ah. he then does a run up to him and says, you son of a bitch, all that stuff. And And starts pounding. pounding Of course, Cyphers gets the upper hand, tells him, I chose you because you're stupid and lazy and uh, and I think, and you're... And and you're a waste of space and all that. He was very insulting, he was. Yeah, he was very insulting. What a family's for, hey, folks. Anyway, mm-hmm. then the nanny, using her um, rapping ability... Oh, she wasn't rapping. She's just trying to... She, she starts messing with the, the tape, tape recorder. And hitting buttons and switches, trying to turn the machine off. Yeah, and this allows the ghosts to get out of the control of the um, Latin words and they kind of take out Cyrus yeah, in the worst way. We will, we will. Except Rock, for, except for um, Arthur's wife, who wasn't among them. I think it's just all the hostile ghosts all the that naughty, were angry. Naughty ones were there. Yeah, so they throw him into the machine and sliced and diced. Yeah, Cyrus got all sliced up. and Actually, yeah, that's pretty well, 
Uh, throwing a naughty one in there Ooh, that was wouldn't fair. really work, no, obviously. No, of course not. But not a selfish yeah, being. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe if Arthur died doing it, he may have actually uh, completed the spell. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. And this is where Dennis appears as in ghost as, form, as ghost. who tells him, go ahead, Arthur, you must... Complete, you must save your kids all stuff. Yeah. and of course I've counted down when the machine is malfunctioning here um, I counted down how many times the, the coils the um, weird oh, well, uh, the, the, these big metal coils I think are flipping up and they're coming yeah. down and I stuff. counted them off say t- I've three times and it, and it kind of stops in between the three you know and he has to seconds. jump just the right time so when they're going down so we get the middle before they pop up again, otherwise he would have been... Sliced. Um, a slice and dice, like a uh, bit of uh, pastrami, yeah. roast beef. You know, yeah, yeah, while this is happening, yeah. the glass inside the, the, the big house sli- starts shattering. Like you're, you're all the glass panels. Yeah, and the whole place goes up and, bang, 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 and bang, bang, bang. all Levin ghosts slowly head out into the woods. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off. Sorry, sorry. Either going back to where they originally haunt, or back, or onto well, the afterlife. Wherever, 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 onto the afterlife, going back home, where they're hanging out. You know. Yeah, who knows? Whatever, whatever ghosts do when well, they're yes, no exactly longer right. forced to when, be. When they got a day off, you know, they go home and do something, put the feet up. Yeah. What's Casper? Arthur's yeah, wife yeah. remains and says her final farewells to the and family. And she's not scarred anymore. She's all pretty. Yeah, good. she looks like what. I imagine what people would look like if they went to heaven, obviously. Yeah, she's a nice lady. Yes. So she says her goodbyes and fades off into heaven. And the kids hug their dad and we hear the nanny screaming about how... um, I'm over this shit. I'm not going to be a nanny anymore. I quit. (laughs) Yeah. And Mike was saying something interesting to me just um, yesterday when we were watching it, that he wondered um, the suitcase was probably not even damaged. So was there a big chance that maybe they may have found it? Well, depends on how much damage you got to the building and whether they're going to go downstairs and have a look for it. Yeah, and... Tell you all the glass panels got broken. Yeah. And not to mention, there's some yeah. valuable artifacts there. If they didn't get damaged, they they pick up all the things, and yeah. they could have cashed that quite nicely. Yeah, most of that stuff. There was a lot of ancient and some not antiques. so ancient antiques there that were yeah. look really interesting. Unless I they came from dollars. This, this is a really groovy place. I could live there, you know. But but, but there's a big chance that most of the stuff may come from dollars and cents. <laughs> well, no, a cheap a cheap shop down. <laughs> I don't really call them merry. Because I mean, yeah, yeah nickels and dimes sort of stuff. Because yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. you know those uh, ri- those you know, artifacts, swords and stuff, daggers. And usually I see them at dolls and cents places. Yeah, cheap. Yeah. Cheap, nasty. What, uh, yeah. Cheap and nasty. Anyway, let's move on. Yes. I'm not going to go for a list of all the ghosts. No. Nope. We've got other things to talk about. Okay? i got them here because we need them, but we don't need them. Um, yeah. I did think this uh, one was a lot better than the other one because in well, the 1961, um, we didn't give us give a, give up give us a bigger understanding of what some of these other ghosts, apart from a few of them, like a, well, a, a, a Swedish chef who yeah. was um, angry at his ex-wife and well, his, her ex-lover. In both of them, they got droops and drabs of backstories for the ghost. Yeah. Okay, both got it. Mm. We, we, we knew what they were mm. to a certain degree because it was bored in the storyline just a little bit so people knew who they were and whatever. However, let's move on to reception for this one. Okay. okay. Generally... Mostly negative reviews. I think they're looking for too many. Too, they're looking for more action uh, and a few more jump scares. And I've, I've, I've found the story moved along quite nicely. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, if you're not, if you're looking at a horror movie or a supernatural movie, and it's not an action movie, it could be a bit slow for some people. They just want to get the uh, adrenaline pumping, and it's not an adrenaline pumping movie all the way through. Yeah. And that's why some of the uh, critics didn't like it. Okay. Mm. Now, apart from that, okay, let's go through it. The acting was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, the, the star, the starring, uh, the people who starred in it were they. Were, I think they were very suited to the roles they're playing. Great. Uh, the set design was really, really good. Uh, the special effects they're in were quite good as well. Um, yeah, I've got no problem with the movie at all. Yeah, okay, maybe you could have had a bit more action in it, but what, how much can you do inside a glass house Yeah, uh, when, when the ghosts are tra- trying to attack you and you can't do too much? Hmm, true. Okay? Um, you can't say, I'm going to beat you up. I'll set a trap for you. 
No. So you just run away and keep it to keep out of the way until the movie comes off, uh, along and you find a way to put the ghost to rest. So, uh, having said that, it's not a bad movie and I think it doesn't deserve negative reviews. Yeah. Actually, when I said before earlier that it, it did reasonably well. It made a profit at the box office, okay? That's not a huge good. profit. Hmm. I think it was what I said, about 40-something thousand to make. And was it 42 million to make and about 68 million theatre box office receipts. But the whole media side of it would have brought money in and it's still popular today. People still watching it. And it's getting a cult. It's developed a cult following out of the past 20 years. Cool. So... Obviously, people are watching it and money is still being made, so obviously it wasn't a total waste of time. Mm. Another thing I should mm. mention, yeah. when to avoid reflections from the crew members, the director had his crew wear black Dark. clothes yeah. on set. They also lit it in a free, 63 manner too. A what? A three? A special manner, you know, film of lighting it. Oh, so, so, so you wouldn't get reflections. Yeah. yeah. So they're um, kind of, the director, this yeah. is his first, is it, this is his film debut, meaning oh, this is the first that. ever film he's done. So he did very he, good. So for a first timer, he did an okay job. Yeah, but you talk, 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 you talk to your camera guys, your lighting guys, like, how do we do this? And they'll say, well, you do that, do that, we'll try that. So it's up to them to make the decision, but they wouldn't have to figure figure it all out for himself necessarily. But mm-hmm. you get a good cameraman, a DOP, good lighting, best boy, whatever. Um, electrical, somebody in there has got to have some experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you always arrange yourself with smart people. Now, yeah. um, plenty for sale on eBay and Amazon. Uh, there's rentable uh, copies through Prime, and there's some for sale. Now, um, I saw a mention there. There might be VHS, but 20 years ago, they might have been still doing John VHS, so be careful. Now, before I talk about the other movie, um, this movie is in, when you go and look for it and to buy it on eBay and Amazon, sometimes there's a pack, you got both movies on it. That's cool. So you got the original movie, the old mm. 96 movie, and this one as a double pack. So yeah. I would actually go and buy the double pack. Hmm. So you get the best of baffles. Watch the old movie first, which is tamer than the second movie, the new, the newer one. But you got to remember, it was done back in the sixties. Yeah, it was a different style of storytelling in theatre. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought the opening mm. and the mm. ending to the re- nineteen sixty one was pretty cool. It, well, we're going to get where, that briefly where now. Where William Castle makes an appearance we, in, yeah, in both can't scenes. Talk too long. And I thought it was cool <laughs> in a horror host type of way yeah. a little bit not not don't get me wrong it's it's not a horror host type of way no. he's he speaks he to the audience the movie until about you know, using his 3d glasses and i think it's something called uh, what do you call it um uh, something oh system. oh illusion something rather. Uh, whatever it's called uh, illusion O. I think they call illusion it o. uh and it's, it's explaining how people should use the, uh, yeah. the glasses, uh, and if someone comes in after the show starts, tell them how to use the glasses, um, if that person's alive anyway. Now, <laughs> uh, and anyway, it's really good because the guy introduced it like a good fatherly nice figure, yeah. and warning you, you know, if you don't want to see the ghost, don't look through what is it? the, um, the red, um, if you don't see the ghost, go look for the red view finder yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, but if it's, if you do want to see the ghost. Look for the blue one. Yeah, but yeah. you'll still hear and th- yeah, the screams, yeah, the cackles yeah. and the whatever. Now, having said that, the, um, the DVD version of this, the all downloadable copy, it's actually, it's been manipulated so the red is there, and you can see you don't need 3D glasses. Okay, they they thought about that. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll do a quick run over this because we don't talk about this whole movie. It's the yeah. same sort of storyline. Now, William, this was a supernatural horror film, same as the other one, um, not an action horror. Uh, William Castle produced it, William Castle directed it, and Rob White uh, wrote the uh, screenplay, and, or story and screenplay, which was taken for the second movie. Uh, it was made for 1.5 mil, probably their dollars back in those days. Budget got no freaking idea. They can't find anything. Yeah, um, and when it do? was released at the theatre, it was double billed with things like 12 to the Moon, The Electronic Monster, and Battle in Outer Space. Ooh, really good. Now, who played in it? Uh-huh. Now, you watch a lot of old movies, guys. You probably know some of these, these people. 
Um, right. Now, Charles Herbert was a young boy. He was the one who was centred around to a certain degree, uh, him and his dad mainly. Um, but Charles Herbert, I don't know if he did too much mm. after this. He yeah. won them bits of it. He, I don't think he could see the, keep the cute going. You know, you, know, you get cute kids like Macaulay Culkin and stuff. Yeah. You lose the cute and you, you, don't, you yeah. don't transfer the yeah. transition to adult acting. It's not quite the same. Yeah. Okay, Joe yeah. Morrow played um, his oldest sister. Very beautiful young lady. I think she's a few movies and stuff and a few TV yeah, shows. Yeah, not as many as um, mm. some of the other actors in this movie, in this, I should mention. Go on. Donald Woods plays Cyrus Sorber. He's a dad. Now, he was in quite a few movies, I believe, um, in TV and whatever. And Rosemary to Camp. He played the, she played the mum, Hilda Zorba. She was in a few things as well. Martin Milner, he played Benjamin Russ, the lawyer. He died. Yay. Yay. Uh, Margaret Hamilton plays Eli- Elaine Zacharides. <laughs> She's a housekeeper. Now, about 20 years earlier, she was the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizards of Oz. <laughs> and, she, and she's got the same personality. I, I think, honestly... Um, the Wiz of Oz might have typecast her yeah. over the years. I think she's a serious actress and she did a lot of other jobs. Yeah. But they kept saying, oh, we're going to do a Halloween special. Go and mm. see if she's available. You know, yeah, it, I, seem it, to I don't rem- think it was fair for her. Yeah, it seems not a not yeah. nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah no, it's Now, uh, John Van Drelen uh, 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 played Van Allen who worked with um, Soros at the museum. So, uh, pretty much same sort of plot. You had uh, the uncle, uh, which you don't see, he's already dead. Uh, he plays uh, the dead guy, obviously, the dead guy. He leaves the house and the gear to a fa- his family, his nephew, who's broke, keeps, you know, keeps losing uh, furniture out of the house and stuff because they're, they're all, it's all been repossessed on higher purchase. Um, and they're going really, really yeah. bad, and they just score a nice house. Hey, Mike, you mentioned something about many years ago that yeah. that in America that... I did, well, not just America. Okay, not just but America. back in those days, a lot of things could be bought on higher purchase. Okay. You could buy your beds, your television, your dining rooms uh, stuff, your, your lounge room stuff, all on higher purchase. You don't keep the payments up. They just come along for a truck and take all the stuff out of your house. Gee. And they got legal right to it. It was higher purchase. Mm, it had the same thing straight. Now, higher purchase, I think, it, in this country anyway, doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. Not that, not to that extent anyway. Now, moving along. Um, so, so yeah, these people inherited the house. Same sort of deal. Uh, nasty lawyer looking for the money that uh, Zorba, in this case, Zorba. Um, Zorba the Greek. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Danny Zorba. Uncle Zorba. What's his, what's his, I can't He's an his uncle, name. obviously. Uncle, what's his first name? I can't remember. Um, Uncle Zorba, that'll look. Um, anyway. He, um, he, he cashed in all his money and shares of socks and bolts and hid the money in the house uh, and always been looking Mike, for it. Mike, um, do you think we should talk about this one? Because we're not, I we're know, only talking about I'm just, gonna, I'm just about doing a bit of a comparison. That's why I'm trying to get through it without telling the full story. I was story. going to say something, but you continue to go no, on. I and I haven't got around to it because you keep talking over me. I was going to say, guys, that, that <sighs> unlike this one, which um, it's... The, um, 1961, and the 2001 exp- does it explain why Cyrus is somehow has these ghosts, but this, in this one, it doesn't give us an exp- in the 1961. There's no explanation of why um, the uncle kept the ghosts in the house for so ma- so long. He collected them. Yes, but for no. what reason? There's a, there's a, there's a big big um, big question mark in the room there's no why did he keep them so so long why can't he just let them go back to their haunting places anyway, or he, maybe for some reason rather they were earth bound and he kept them there okay mm. he found them earth bound and he brought them there to earth bound them there now what i'll say i was going through this briefly and and, and i was almost finished anyway that pra- same, same sort of thing you got the lawyer chase the money blah blah blah, 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 blah. and in the end of it the lawyer gets killed by the ghost and uh, they find the money and Mm. everybody lives happily ever after. Hmm. Uh, Except for maybe the ghost, they go for a walk outside, but the little boy asks the housekeeper, well, they've gone, yeah, they've gone, will they come back? 
I'll be back. Oh, goody. We're looking for a sequel. There's never a sequel. Yeah, yeah I mm. certainly like the smirk at the end of the um, yeah. that one where she just gives you she, gives the audience a, a small, teeny-weeny sinister and, smile. And the little voice says, are you really a witch? And she says, ask me no questions. I'll turn her lies. And she turns around and picks up a broom to do a bit of sweeping and gives a bit of a raised eyebrow mm. and, and walks away. A sinister really smile cute. too. Really uh, if you could call a small, small smile a sinister yeah. one. Anyway. I won't go through too much. No. Because um, this is mostly about the 2001 one. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. But that was just a quick comparison storyline, okay, mm-hmm. which I was trying to get, get through to you, mm. okay, because I've only got, well, I don't know how you do, do a review on the other, the old movie, but they're, they're both good movies. Now, the, there's there's horror, drama horror, or horror dramas, as an action-based horror movies. If it... it the drama, suspense, still ones always move a bit slower. They, they're in more into the storytelling and slower build-ups and less jump scares. Still both good movies. I like the old one because it's... Well, it was done back in the 60s when they didn't have all the wonderful special effects and stuff. They tried to make it as good as they could. They had brought in 3D, which alone made it interesting to watch. And, um, and Go on. And then they decided, um, William Castle's uh, daughter or granddaughter, whatever it was. Um, his daughter. daughter. I decided to uh, let him make a remake of it and she became exec producer. Yeah. And the second movie has more special effects, a bit of, maybe some CGI, whatever. And a bit and more wider storyline. Yeah, and a slightly more developed storyline. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, like but he was making budget movies like Roger Corman. Yeah. And stuff. I, yeah, like I admit though. And Romero and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't making big dollar values. He wasn't doing accessibility the mill job. He was just doing ordinary churn and burn movies. Yeah, and another yeah. thing about this, the special effects and the sound mix that was made for the 2001 one was so illegibly in this film that many film people cl- <laughs> claim that the movie was physically painful, meaning, I get what they mean, that it's all um, the f- the um, ghosts are moving in a funny yeah, they're, 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 they're flickering on not a little bit here and there because they're ghosts. You don't say they're not solid. Mm. And there's a strobe effect in there. They said, "Oh, I might set off people having an epileptic seizure or something." What a load of crap! Mm. Yeah, who said that? A doctor or just some knob who hasn't got a clue how to set off an epileptic seizure and what frequency they need? And you know, no, nah, mm. no, there wasn't that bad. I got friends who. Have, have, who watched this movie, and they were epileptic. They didn't have a seizure in the last room, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so, no problem. No health issues. But I guess it yeah. may have only affected if no, some people... No, someone just said that. Oh, the big strobe lights. There wasn't any strobe lights in it. Hmm. There wasn't any flashing lights in it. I didn't say strobe lights. I said they sound... said strobe lights on notes I, I read, okay? Okay, okay. They had the flashing lights, like hmm. discos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And and the, and the strobe effect, the mm. flash, 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 and that well, they didn't have that, and they have to be more consistent. Otherwise, yeah, whatever. Anyway, anyway, who cares? Um, this movie, this, oh, the old movie, is they're playing for sale as well mm. uh, on both Amazon and yeah. other. Do not confuse them, guys. If yeah, you one's thought... 1960 and one's 2001. Yeah. Uh, now what I was going to say is like again, there's a dual pack you can get both on, and being the old 961, I didn't see any VHS. Doesn't mean there's none out there on different areas. Don't get a VHS one by mistake. Obviously, you won't be able to play it if you don't have a player. Mm, um, but exactly, yeah, guys. enjoy both. I'd get a double pack. I've got yeah. both of the movies. I like them both. Yeah. yeah. If you, but if you want just the one to start off with, um, try to remember to put the date in in case you end up yeah, putting the, the wrong dates yeah, in. Yeah, the good one. They're the one for all special effects. That's 2001. Yeah. Now, when you go looking for it, it's 13 Ghosts. 13 could be 1-3 Ghost, or it could be written in the machine as 13 with the word 13, Ghost, or it could be 13, T-H-I-R-1-3-E-N, Ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bit of stylizing there, so... Yeah. Look around for it. So, yeah. so try to keep an eye yeah. out, guys. Do not just um, pick the first one that comes to mind in, on Amazon. But yeah, watch out for VHS. Mm. 
Hmm. Uh, because yeah, the old the older ones can have a few of those copies still hanging around. Yeah. Um. Can we look at um, some of the reviews from two thousand and one? I would like to see what their um what well, what they, they said. They you didn't said didn't say a lot. You know. Well, I just I would like to hear um at least okay. why um they think it was a a, okay. uh, a film yeah, bomb to them. Can I rate it before we do that? Nine and a half. There you go. Now <laughs> I'm gonna say ten and a half. You can ten and a half. Yeah, I can say it. I can okay. do what I want. You, you can't count very good. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I heard that. All right, who said that? Okay. You did. Ten and a half out of ten. All right. Okay, right. Okay, reception reviews for the film are mostly negative. Okay, and this is what I talked to you before. I don't need to go through them, but to keep to appease you, I'll go and go through a couple of them. That's what I said before. The looking for jump scares, the action, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Praise was directed towards production design, but the film was criticised for its lack of scares and a number of strobe effects throughout that could induce seizures. And has he ex- developed a seizure while he's watching um, it? M- well, maybe he's an idiot, don't worry about yeah, it. Um, probably it has holds a approval is. rating of 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. based on 94 reviews. And the, reset, the general consensus is the production design was first rate, but 13 Ghosts is distinctly lacking in scares. It ain't a slasher movie. It, mm. yeah, okay. On Metacritic, uh, it just says generally unfavorable. Okay. okay. Uh, Cinemascope gave an average of C plus on an A plus to F scale, so yeah, medium to good. Uh, Slant Magazine rated the film two out of fours, paying the film's lack of scares and, predict- uh, and predictable plot twists. However, he commended the art direction uh, while also stating it was underutilised. What's so that mean? They, did, they could have done better. Okay, oh. okay right. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, here's one. And this guy is an enigma. What do you mean? He's mysterious. A lot of the times, he's, he's the exact opposite of what I think, and I get annoyed with him. Okay, go on. Roger Ebert, he praised the production value, saying the production is first rate. Okay. The physical look of the picture is splendid. Okay. However, however, uh-uh. he criticised the story, the lack of interesting characters, loud soundtrack. His old film didn't like the noise, yeah, the music and stuff, and, mm. and, and and a bit of other noise going on, a few cars being thrown around, maybe, uh, and poor editing. I don't think there's anything wrong with the editing, but that's mm. his uh, opinion. Um, oh man! And he and, and unfortunately he included it in his 2005 list of most hated films. Well, let me... Now, wait, wait a minute. You said you want me to read through it. Go on. Uh, near the end. In the years since its release and disappointing box office performance, the film has gathered a prominent cult following, finding further success and more positive reception. But there's no re- uh, there's no reviews about the positive reception, so I can't read them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I can't say anything more, but hmm. let's, let me put it to you this way. And I said it so many times before. If I'm going to see a Freddy Krueger movie or Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, I'm not um, Halloween or Friday the 13th or something or other, I expect to have jump scares coming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. On an ordinary supernatural horror movie or something, I don't expect to get that amount of jump scares out of it. I like to get a good mystery, suspense, and the horror bits thrown in to sweeten the pot. And that's what a lot of these movies are. Like it or lump it, critics, that's what they are. They're not going to change just because you say, I don't like it. Okay. So, yeah, if you like a good, interesting movie, fun in some ways, um, yeah, watch them both. I like the old one just as much as the new one. Hmm. But I, I saw the old one first when I was a kid. Not long, uh, long, long, not long after it was made. And uh, I thought it was great. I mean, the special effects are limited because that's what they had back in those days. But what they did with what they had was pretty damn good. Hmm. Yeah, and I you can't say it's a crappy old movie. It's not a crappy old movie. It's a really good movie. It's sixty hmm. years ago and it just shows you how things have developed. I kinda yeah. just didn't like the fact that Guy um labelled this one of the worst movies yeah, yeah, of all time. But, but that's his choice. Hmm. I mean he said, oh, it's really good and a fantastic but I didn't like that bit so I'm gonna put the worst movie. He just contradicted himself. 
Yeah. He says um, how wonderful it was, how great yeah, the production and, and, was, yeah, and, and then he contradicts himself so five seconds it. later. So that's a contradiction. So yeah. this is what I'm saying. Some of his critics are just... Uh. I, I won't say anything about Mr. Dabber because he did pass away a few years back, <laughs> but and some of the other guys might not be alive either. But the point is, it's their personal taste shouldn't really dictate what you guys watch. Hmm. Okay. As I said in the past, guys, we're not going to steer in the wrong direction. Yeah. Are we? As we said in the past, uh, guys, we will we'll, we'll try to be constructive about the reviews yeah, yeah, as much yeah. as possible. If if we don't like the movie, sometimes, but there are um, things we like about the movie, and yeah. we're not going to encourage you to say no to a certain movie. If, if we found a really, really, really horrible movie, Sarah would want to review it anyway. I didn't right? say no, that. No, no, if, no. If we had a really, really horrible movie, no, we wouldn't review it because he, he wouldn't bother. So we're only going to do ones we think are medium to good. Okay? Yeah, yeah um, something good about it, not yeah. just... Um, Redeeming um, qualities, yeah. As I often said to you guys on the odd occasion, uh, one thing that does strike me is, is a good story plot. Yeah. A lot of reviewers probably, uh, and other movie guys probably don't, Think yeah. this through yeah. because it, they think more on the style and the makeup and the special well, effects they can they can do justice. I'm not knocking but a I'm not, I'm more <laughs> partial to a story when yeah. it comes to that. I'm not knocking the newer people doing the slasher movies and the ho- the horrors and the, and haunted ho- hospitals and asylums and different things, but sometimes the storylines are so lacking. It's just jump scare after jump scare after jump scare with no substance. Yeah, I was... No, no, these these other movies, whether you like or not, they've got a story in there. Yeah, I was looking at a movie not too long ago that was um, a remake of something. I don't know what it was called, but I knew right away when I was watching it... um, They kind of tried to throw... Spice things up by throwing in... Awesome actors and makeup and special and special effects, and but by the time it finished, I felt like it was lacking something, and it, and I knew right there it was the storyline yeah, that it, was yeah. lacking. You really, if you, you, if you have a good story, you, and you got a good DOP and a good director, you can you yeah. can bring it home some fa- yeah. fair to good actors. Yeah, in it. I think yeah. that's the problem with filmmakers. Yeah. They think that. They can hide behind special effects, makeup, work. props, or fancy actors they hire yeah. for the pro- oh, project. Oh, but the CGI stuff, throw that in. Yeah, it's not going to work unless you've got a good storyline. You need to keep the people interested in the film. Yeah. Is there a story? Yes. And if you get your, if you've got a good story and the people are following it, you'll be able to take them anywhere you want. That includes the light and the dark. You have them sitting on the end of the seat waiting for the next jump scare or hmm. the next twist in the story. Yeah. yeah and that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, you that's, have, yeah. yeah as you I said. You need something to mm. entice people. Yeah. It's like a resume. Mm, exactly. You read a resume. Oh, i got a man here or a lady here. got a resume. I must read the resume. They read the first few words. doesn't grab them. They're not going to read it. Hmm. And that's the same thing. Yeah. You need a story. Or if if they, mm. if it's like any employment agent I've ever gone to, they will just flip through it and just not look at it. Yeah, far away. I mean, even though, no yeah. matter how fancy I, I ever made a resume or a portfolio, they always gloss over it and ignore the beautiful details or the skills or the skills or who employed me last stuff like that. Yes, all the good groovy all things. Groovy We've stuff. all been there sometimes, haven't we, yeah. guys? But I feel like sometimes they overlook so much, or they, they don't care. They just um. Yeah. They just um, see, call it as they see it, or call me as I, as they see yeah. it. Anyway, anyway, enough, we're, we're not talking about job hunting. So this is not <laughs> about job hunting, guys. So, um, anyway. so um, be sure to check it out on Amazon or whatever. And, or eBay and or whatever. as I yeah. said before, be sure to check your dates on it yeah. so you guys the, get the yeah, right the one. The new one is two thousand one. The old one is uh, nineteen sixty. I would actually. I'll give you a quick grading for the nineteen sixty. I yeah. would give that about nine as well. I would give that a nine as well mm, yeah. too because it was pretty. I mean, a, it was ahead of its time, and you know, nineteen sixty at the time they were trying out new things, even stuff that they never thought they would do years yeah. later. Yeah. And we're still trying to, our episode has to out. Be, yeah. I, out take it to the next level. Take and, it to the next and level. They, they, they were doing the next level stuff then for their for, the, yeah. for their time. Yeah. 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 So hmm. 
even back then, they they were trying things that we normally would have never would have thought yeah. this would ever be possible. Yeah. I mean, we were probably would have been laughing our heads off thinking that si- that that three D would not work. Well, now I got a free I got a three D TV here in my lounge room. Mm-hmm. Not the watch three D. I got really bad eyes, but I yeah. have a three D TV. Yeah. I came with the glasses the whole lot. Yes. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any 3D movies to watch anyway. So as I said yeah. before, yeah. people back then, back in the 60s, they probably would have been saying this will never go anywhere. But after a few years later, we, we some some of our movies are come out as 3D. Yeah. And for a while it was a formula, but now it's gone back. It's yeah. come it, 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 less it, it, used It really is ugly head again. I mean, if you get something like a really, 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 really good Blu-ray and it's crisp and everything, you really don't need 3D. Mm. But it, and that almost jumps out of the screen by itself anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, as I say, guys, be sure to check it out. Check them both out. I would. Or yeah. as and actually, you get them so cheap. Or, as Mike recommended, you can get both in a pack and see which one's your favourite. I would watch the first one. If you get both, I'll watch the old black and white one first and then compare it to the new one. And actually, style-wise, apart from the, uh, the technique, six to bit, 50 years difference or 40 years different uh, in styles. Uh, one's black and white, one's colour, different things, DOP stuff, yeah, camera stuff. Yeah. It's different, but the storylines, um, everything else, mm. allowing for the poor uh, special effects back in those days, mm. they're not bad. They, they stand up together. Yes. Mm. So, guys, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this latest podcast, everyone. So, um, be sure to check us out in our next one eventually, and we'll see you guys next time. This is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye for now. Okay. Bye.